Welcome to Growth Amplifiers. I am Kenny Harper. Growth Amplifiers showcases ideas from the top business owners and entrepreneurs to inspire and empower you thrive in your life, business, and achieve a higher purpose. I'll be sharing actionable insights you can apply towards your business in each session. Growth Amplifiers is dedicated to you, your success, and fulfillment. Get ready to amplify. Hey there, Amplifiers. Thanks for tuning in. You know, a lot has changed since we've had this pandemic. Uh, there's been crazy things going on with the market, the job market, uh, this thing called the great resignation. It's real. And today we're going to be talking about expert tips for widespread post pandemic job hopping. There's a lot of people jumping jobs around. Some people are finding it really hard to uh, attract and recruit the right talent. And then if you get the talent, it's great, but you want to also retain and keep the talent. And we're going to be kind of unpacking that in more detail. We've got a great guest today, uh, Vicki Oliver. She's an expert in her field, author of many different books. And if you haven't done so already, please uh, visit growthamplifiers.com and subscribe to our podcast and upcoming sessions. Uh, just as we were mentioning a moment ago, uh, job hopping is a thing and it has become a big deal. Hence the great resignation. Now, why this matters is, you know, it can be fairly costly, both in time and in money. And if you don't get it taken care of, uh, the job hopping can actually spread to others and your business depends on your people. So you want to go ahead and um, be proactive and get ahead of any disengagement so that you can retain and uh, your, your team and change the paradigm of what's possible. You know, you could really ignite people and amplify what they're doing. So as we're tuned in now to this topic, if you're watching this live or on the replay, uh, share your comments in the comment field. We appreciate any likes and shares. Ask questions if you have any questions. And um, more importantly, take action, gain ideas from this. It's not just what you know, it's what you do. So we wanna encourage you to take action. So without further ado, uh, our guest, uh, Vicki Oliver, is really an expert. She's a leading career development expert and the multi-bestselling author of five books, including 301 Smart Answers to Tough Interview Questions. Uh, she's also Lee. She's also Lee. <laughs> she's also a sought-after speaker and seminar presenter and a popular media source, having made over 901 appearances in broadcast, print, and online outlets. And last but not least, she's a savvy career coach with expertise in job hunting and workplace politics. She teaches career skills to groups of up to 200. It's amazing to have you here. Thanks for joining us at Growth Amplifiers, Vicki Oliver. Thanks so much for having me. This is a great topic and I'm really happy to talk about it. So obviously there's been a lot of changes. What is really leading up to all all this challenges with job hopping and and, re, and getting people to to hire, being able to hire people and retaining them. What's where are all these challenges coming from? So I look at it as the pandemic has lasted twenty months, and unfortunately, it's not going anywhere soon. And during this time, all work went remote for a while, and even though some of the work is now hybrid. It's still giving a lot of workers more time to consider whether or not they're happy with their current employment. 
you know, they don't have to commute anymore. Uh, there's no water cooler chit chat to distract them. Their bosses are not looming over their shoulders. And what's replaced that I feel is some introspection and workers have had a chance to really assess, assess do I like this job? Um, do my boss's values coordinate with my values? Are my values reflected in the company mission? Am I being paid enough, et cetera, et cetera. And it's led to kind of massive discontent with people's jobs and the great resignation that you uh, referenced. And so I would say bosses have their jobs cut out for them because now the trick is how you retain your workers. How do you do that? So we so now we that's where we're going to be unpacking. We've got the big three right here. So I'm going to go ahead and share this uh, with everyone. So this is going to be some talking points that we'll be unpacking together. And the, and the first one, we've got um, just what we covered right there. Uh, how this pandemic made workers rethink their career paths. And I think that's a great point. You know, people uh, are stepping out of what they've done. Like I, I have an office, but I really haven't been there in a couple of years. <laughs> I've been there, but not like working from there. And when I calculate the time that I save from driving and how more efficient and effective I am, I'm like, I'm probably never going back. This is probably the new, the new deal for me. And I think that's, what other employers need to think about as well. So um, number two, what can leaders do to help retain their employees? They they work hard to to get them in the door. They're what makes up the business. And we want to make sure that if we, we have them, we get to keep them. Yeah. So this may sound very obvious, but I would say the first thing is to show appreciation to the people who work for you right now. This is so easy to forget to do, and especially now that everything's remote, it's actually harder to do it. You can't just walk down the hallway and give somebody a pat on the back. You have to think of other ways to give metaphorical pats on the back, even though they're not right down the hall from you. You know, So however you do it, whether it's uh, an email to them, thanking them, so putting it in writing, you know. If it's you, let's say you're a middle manager, you're talking to that person's boss and saying what a phenomenal job that person's doing. However you do it, you want to show your current workers a lot of appreciation because this could be the key difference in whether they leave or stay. You know, if they don't feel appreciated, there's no reason to stay, especially in this market, right? This is something you can do. It doesn't cost money, you know, um, but it, just to show the thoughtfulness in thanking people, putting it in writing. And, you know, I would also say showing them a path forward too, where they don't aren't just stuck in their current career, you know, forever. You're going to help them grow. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it, it a little bit goes a long way when you're when you're showing appreciation. You know, uh, sometimes people think they don't have the all the um resources to to do maybe a big party or to to give awards or but just taking the time to acknowledge people and being there with them and showing that gratitude um, when people can feel that you care about them right it just makes all the difference in the world totally i mean employee of the week 
you know, win of the week. There are lots of ways to do it where it doesn't cost a dime, really, uh, but where you show them that you're watching, you're caring, you're supporting them. And um, another one of the things that you had, you had shared in your, in your tips for this uh, program is, is giving employees a voice. That's um, true. So what, what is, when you're saying giving a voice, how does that occur? How, do, how can you do that in a way that really uh, creates a win-win for both the business and the employee? You can do it by showing that you value their opinion asking them like how could this be better what should we all be doing like brainstorm with your workers on their ideas for making the company grow and um you know a great thing to do is to sort of open your mind and treat it as a brainstorming session and really encourage you know off the wall ideas because if you don't then none will come you know, you want people to feel like they matter and their ideas matter. That's really, really incredibly important. Um, you know, set aside time for it. Say on Friday morning, I want a half an hour meeting where we share ideas on things that we should be doing to help our company grow during this challenging time or however you want to phrase it. Um, ask them, you can, you know, send them surveys. You can have them talk to other people. You know, you don't have to be like the final stop. In fact, it might be better. You know, what if part of their feedback has to do with you as, a, as, a, as an employer, you know? I mean, you may not want to hear it, but it will help you if you accept it and you say, you know what, I'm willing to grow also. It will help you keep your people. That's a good point. You know, I, I'm an advocate when I'm working with businesses to help them work on getting reviews you know, they send out surveys to their clients they just served. And sometimes they send it to their whole list. And I've had sometimes people say, you know what, uh, what, I don't know, we, we could get some, some negative feedback. I'm like, that's actually could be a good thing. Because would you rather have receive it? And then you could address it, or not receive it. And then you don't even know it's there. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, great, because if your workers don't feel like they can ever criticize you at all or you know give you a tip on how you can improve they're out the door you know that is their feedback them leaving you know i can recall a time in my career and i'm not going to get too detailed <laughs> uh, but i back when i was in the workforce myself i had an employer and I, I came to him with some ideas that would be helpful for for the business, and and basically what I was told is, thank you, um, but you go back and do your work. Leave leave the thinking up to me. And it was, it was such a well, okay then. <laughs> um, while he let me said it, he didn't uh, show the appreciation, even if he didn't want to act on the idea, right? Uh, showing the appreciation and encouragement of of saying, "Hey, thank you for thinking of this. This is uh, this is a good idea. Maybe we're not going to move forward with this idea right now, but instead, I felt uh, shut out and very limited in that role in that company. And within less than a year, I was gone. So, right. And imagine today, if that happened to you today, right? Where there are other people courting you, you know, and many opportunities." 
right? You'd be out mm-hmm. even faster. E- even faster when you know the market's on your side. <laughs> yes. And like there's people just just really looking for for an opportunity to get workers. Um, if, if I'm not getting treated nice, why, why am I going to stick around? Um, so then number three, you've, you've got um, removing unnecessary demands and empowering employees. Right. Uh, so if you could dive in a bit deeper to that tip, that would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, so I feel like one should try to delegate as much of the interesting work to one's workers as humanly possible. You want them to feel challenged with the work. Like you don't want to be in a situation where you're skimming all the best work, you know, for yourself, let's say, right? And giving them like the drudgery. If there is a certain amount of, let's say, clerical drudgery in the job, mm-hmm. I think one thing that could um, endear you to your workers is if you do some of it yourself. If you say, you know what, we all hate doing X. So I'm going to take on some also, you know, and then they feel like you're in there with them in the trenches. You know, another thing is that you don't want to be like so much of a micromanager, you know, give somebody a deadline, tell them when the thing is due, you know, check back with them a day before or two days before and see how they're coming along on the project. You don't need the minute by minute, like micromanaging thing, which that micromanaging is easier in a real office than online. So be happy, you know, be happy that it's gone remote and that you can't do that. Um, Because people really don't like feeling like they're being mothered, you know, at the office. They hate that. So that's a good thing that you can't really do it as much. Hey there, this is Kenny from Growth Amplifiers, here to ensure you get your awesome ideas into action to grow and improve your business and achieve your full potential. Take the first step by visiting growthamplifiers.com and clicking the start here button. Take the assessment to get your personalized score. Then select from free resources to learn how to improve your score. Don't wait. Be proactive and take action now by visiting growthamplifiers.com and clicking the start here button. And always keep on amplifying. Now, let's get back to the show. Because Vicky, one of the things that I've noticed as well is I've talked to some business owners that were they were frustrated with some of their members on their team because they're like, I have to micromanage them. But when we looked into it a bit further, they were having to micromanage them because they trained them that that's how they worked. So because they were micromanaging, they were saying, do, do, do this way, this way, this way, this way. The the team members basically just said, all right, if you're just going to tell me what to do, I'm just going to do what you tell me versus uh, sharing the what's the objective and then like being a true leader and, and then leading them to achieve that objective. Yeah, and usually there are often different ways of approaching a project, you know, and as long as somebody's taking the whole project and the deadline when it's due and then breaking it down in a certain way to get certain chunks of it completed, they're probably doing okay. They don't necessarily have to go in the, a certain order that you want, you know. People, you know, can be creative in that way. They can manage themselves. And if you treat them like they can, then they will. And then if they can't, that's a different story. Okay. If they can't and you have to talk to them about it, you know, then you want to try to use constructive feedback for them. But start with the premise that they know what they're doing. All right. And last tip we've we've got for the day, the actionable insight, 
you take any of these ideas out, obviously, and not just hear them, but put them into action. Uh, and if you're doing a little bit of the, each of these right now, just thinking which one thing I could do to improve even by a small percentage. Um, so number four, I like this one. Sounds like the most fun, but um, bump. injecting fun into work life. Right. Yeah. So mostly the more that you can make work feel like play, the more engaged your workers are probably going to be, you know. So try to think about things that you enjoy about games and try to bring that in, like the spirit of it in. Maybe it's people competing for something, you know. Maybe it's it's something else, but make try to make it fun, have a spirit of competitiveness, have a spirit of laughter and joy and you know, bring that in and people will enjoy working for you more. You know, it makes the time go by faster. I admit that it's a little harder to do it on Zoom mm -hmm. than it would be in person, right? It, it is. I mean, you can't bring like balls in for people to bounce, you know? Right. <laughs> you know you're not going to have like a billiards table, you know, at your office if it's online. But you can still encourage a spirit of fun. Maybe people can change their backgrounds. Maybe you have an icebreaker before a meeting, like what books are you all reading or what movies did you see? Something where they feel like you value them as human beings and it's actually fun and they get to know their fellow employees a little bit better too, because that's also harder to do remotely. So, so easy, easy tips. You know, one thing I realized once upon a time is, you know, I was in the middle of my podcast season in the in the pandemic and i had just i don't know did several um several different podcast interviews or something like that i had been through several different zoom calls and by the time i got to a particular meeting I was basically <laughs> i was zoomed out and i didn't realize that i was just kind of like coming at it halfway asleep and uh, it was brought to my attention and i realized just well, that makes such a big difference when you're connecting with people, the energy that they are coming into the into the room with. If even if the company is serious and having, you know, maybe a challenging time, you could still come in with positive, upbeat energy and change how that meeting is perceived by everyone who's uh, experiencing it. Yeah. And if you don't feel up to it, you know, and let's say you're in an office environment, you don't feel up to it. You know, take yourself maybe off the camera that time too, you know, because people can sense it. If, if you're bored and frustrated and not having a good time, you, you could spread that mood easily, <laughs> right? But, uh, and it doesn't have to be like if, if some people are tuning in now and be like, I'm not a bubbly, upbeat person. It doesn't have to be fake or bubbly, but you can, you can still put on your best persona and just be mindful that how you're showing up, right? Um, so speaking of that, showing up, you've got a, a great online uh, presence and people may be interested in learning more about you and what you do. Um, and your website, VickiOliver.com, such an easy website to remember. It's like, what was that website that Vicki Oliver had? I can't remember. Vicki, what was it? Who? What was Vicki Oliver's website? What was VickiOliver.com? <laughs> and she's got like five different books on a website. I think she's working on a six already, which is pretty awesome. She's a great thought leader. So at the very least, check out her website and 
Um, for those who are tuning in and kind of hearing some of these ideas, what's an actionable thing that they could do that might help them make progress on some of the things that we've talked about in today's session? What's what's an actionable um, insight? Vicky? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I thought you were, I thought you were asking them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, that's that does go for the the audience too. Think about what is one thing um, that you can take away. But okay. Some people get caught up. Uh, so here's the framing. Uh, sometimes people get caught up with, all right. There's here's a laundry list of things I've got to do. I don't know where to start. Right. Okay. And so. Okay. Show appreciation. Just sit down, think for five minutes. You know, it's the holiday season, right? How can I show the people who work for me appreciation right now? What's one simple thing I can do right now? And then I would just start there. And that will do so much. I think you've inspired me to take immediate action right after I get off this uh, podcast interview. I definitely want to, I want to do that. You know, you aim to show appreciation, but it's very easy. You get caught up with just doing things on a regular basis. And even if you thank people on a regular basis, taking a little extra time to put a little extra energy to show that appreciation can go a long way. Let people know that you think about them and that you care. Really great, great insight. Even like an e-card right now and say, I appreciate you. I, I love that. It's an easy, quick thing to do. Um, so Vicki, you've been really helpful, sharing a lot of great insights. One of the traditions we have at Growth Amplifiers, as we're wrapping up our, our thoughts here, you've dropped a, a lot of knowledge bombs in this podcast interview. But if you could share maybe an insight that you've gained on your journey that might be helpful for others who are on theirs, doesn't have to be related to your your content or your book or your normal topic, but just something that you've learned on your entrepreneurial journey uh, that you could share with others. I would say check into your own mood and improve it before you go out into the world. You know, make sure you are feeling positive yourself. Mm -hmm. Know that your mood is going to be contagious. So whatever you feel, that's what your workers are going to feel also. Mm. Put yourself into the best possible mood you can before you get on Zoom with them. That's a great tip. It's easy. It's practical. Thank you, Vicki. We appreciate having you on Growth Amplifiers. Thank you. Um, I being here. I definitely check out Vicki's website, VickiOliver.com, and take one idea. I like the appreciation idea. You could take that. It's really quick and easy. Get off this podcast rather than getting sucked back into the void of the day to day. Take a moment to thank one of your staff or your team and just show a little bit of extra appreciation. It'll go a long way and maybe they'll pay that forward and that ripple effect will go on for some time. Until next time, uh, go to growthamplifiers.com, subscribe to our podcast. We appreciate any likes, comments, and support. And we'll catch you on the rerun. Actually, we do have one. This is uh, a <laughs> Manny Torres here. <laughs> Don't be a Grinch. <laughs> Smiles. <laughs> uh, that's his tip, I'm, I'm guessing, for the holiday season. Thank you, everyone. We appreciate you.
To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.